0: Okay, back on this Tuesday afternoon, and Canadian companies are the victims of thousands of cyber attacks. Now, on first blush, that's not like a surprising headline, not much of a surprise. But would you be surprised if I told you that that wasn't on a monthly basis, thousands of cyber attacks? No, it's not a monthly basis, not even on a weekly basis. How about this? It's on a daily basis, a daily basis, that Canadian companies are now the victims of thousands of cyber attacks. And that number is only growing, according to CSIS, Canada's spy agency. Let's welcome in our friend David Chipley's cybersecurity expert. He is here with more on this story. David, good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon. All
0: right. Many people, I think, yeah, surprised by that number. Thousands of cyber attacks on a daily basis. Were you surprised?
1: Uh, no, not at all. And it's actually a, a pretty significant lowball estimate. When I left full time as a security lead for the University of New Brunswick, we were dealing with more than 300 million attempts per year to break into, you know, a mid-sized Atlantic Canadian university. Uh, our banks deal with billions of attacks in the orders of, of weeks. Um, and it used to be months. So it is just absolute anarchy online. And most people are Blissfully, i unaware.
0: Yeah. Can I get you to repeat that number? Sorry, David, because that really is staggering. I'm sorry, you mentioned 300 million attacks?
1: Yeah. When I, when I left working at the University of New Brunswick uh, in 2017 full-time, we were dealing with more than 300 million attacks uh, a year.
0: Incredible. And what does a cyber attack, for those that don't know or haven't experienced it, uh, I mean, what does that look like to a university or uh, a company? Uh, how do you know when you've been cyber attacked?
1: So it, it ranges from everything from just beating away at the door, trying to find or exploit vulnerabilities in your web infrastructure. And this is this is very noisy. This is sort of the, the pinging of the sonar to imagine those old submarine movies. You can see it. It's loud. It's noisy. And they're, they're trying to lock on. But it also includes email-based threats. So those phishing emails, it includes, even for some organizations, in-person visits to try and impersonate your um, telecommunications provider or energy provider, trying to actually sneak into your uh, data rooms and other things. So there's a whole spectrum of things. Now, what's important to remember is that while these numbers of attacks are impressive, the number of incidents they generate are low because of all the security investments that organizations make. So, you know, it, it, it takes tens of millions of attacks to land a successful ransomware incident, for
0: example. Right. Now, I know the federal government, they define a cyber attack as an attempt to, quote, interrupt, manipulate, destroy, or gain unauthorized access to a computer system, network, or device through electronic means. That's a pretty broad definition, obviously, uh, David, but does that encapsulize what is essentially a, a cyber attack?
1: It does, because, you know, when we talk about interrupting service, these are those big denial-of-service attacks that we just saw in Ukraine that brought down government websites, banking, uh, Internet service providers, and more, and it has a massive impact. When when you can't use the Internet in a 21st century society, it, um, it has massive impacts, and it's, it's really easy to do. We, we uh, got some new research uh, from a security firm that indicates there's now a 250,000 machine botnet built out of unsecure home internet routers that can be turned in an instant to generate such a wave of malicious traffic. It can bring down some of the biggest websites on the planet. All right.
0: And these uh, cyber attacks, they're just not multiplying in numbers, but they're also increasing. Are they in sophistication that the threat environment, if you will, is becoming increasingly more complex?
1: It is becoming more complex. We're seeing more and more criminal gangs and nation-states that are doing both espionage as well as financial generation attacks. So in, in the CSIS and CSE testimony, they talk about Iran becoming a major player. What we know from the United States is um, last year, Iran's cyber criminal teams were starting to do ransomware attacks. And we don't know if this was generating money for the regime or they were just making a little bit of money on the side as a as a freelance operator, but we do know that Iranian teams did take down a children's hospital for ransom in the United States. So, you know, this fits a pattern. North Korea has been sort of uh, on the, uh, on the run for money, um, mm-hmm. using online theft, uh, particularly targeting cryptocurrency exchanges and other things to, to steal billions of dollars worth of wealth to try and fund their missile program.
0: And is that what these cyber attacks, uh, what's typically behind them is ransom that uh, these cyber criminals want paid, usually, I guess, in crypto, in cryptocurrency? Mentioned a moment ago, the federal government uh, defines a cyber attack as an attempt to interrupt and manipulate or gain, you know, unauthorized access to a computer system or network. But is the end goal here is essentially money as cryptocurrency?
1: So, so for the most, of the activities that are affecting Canadians' day-to-day lives, and we think about um, <clears throat> data theft and ransom. So, extortion is number one with a bullet. The thing that keeps me awake at night is the targeting of our energy grid and our critical infrastructure, uh, telecommunications providers, natural gas, um, transportation systems, by nation states who want to cause pain to Canada in retaliation for our foreign policy positions. Um, so, those are the two big things that uh, that are very worrisome, as uh, as CSE has pointed out.
0: All right. I just finally, uh, CSIS, they essentially have, yes, sounded the alarm here. But, David, do you believe that uh, we're listening or listening enough, and in particular, uh, Canadian companies? I mean, if these this is happening thousands of times a day, thousands of cyber attacks against Canadian companies each and every uh, day. Sounding the alarm is one thing, but uh, is anybody listening? And if so, what can we possibly do about all of these attacks?
1: So information sharing in Canada between private sector entities and our intelligence agencies is terribly broken right now. It's <clears throat> pardon me. It's a one way relationship where private sector firms might share Intel back to Ottawa, <clears throat> but Ottawa is not really able. Sorry. Sorry. My throat's just gone south on me for a second.
0: No worries. So you got some water there.
1: Sorry. There. Um, where Ottawa's not sharing information very well back to them and private sector firms are under no obligation to share threat intelligence with Ottawa. So right now we're not seeing as much data and as much specific threats because we've got our arms tied behind our back and a blindfold on cyber-wise, and that's a recipe for disaster.
0: Absolutely. David Shipley with us this afternoon. David, I really appreciate you uh, joining us uh, as always. David Shipley, our cybersecurity expert, as yes, once again, ceases uh, sounding the alarm when it comes to cyber attacks and cyber criminals. Canadian companies now, according to Canada's spy agency, the victims of thousands of attacks on a daily basis. And we're back after a quick break. Stay with us. You're listening to the Jeff MacArthur Show.